Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just quieten down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Come one, come all. Welcome to another exciting and tantalizing episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. I'm your host, Jesse Harley, and with me is the inscrutable, the smelly, the tantalizing. I use tantalizing already. Reese Waters. Reese, everyone say hello, applaud. Yay. Woo. Hello, Reese. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just I just can't do that kind of energy. But you did do really well. I so thank you. I think you you have enough energy for both That's of us. That's sad. <laughs> Isn't that sad? That's a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that sad? <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, you. Uh, so uh, what's what's new with you? How are you? How have have you been? Oh, uh, what have I been doing? 
um, I'm tired. I did never go. I've actually got a bad back. I'm going to chiropractor for the first time in my life. Oh, that'll be interesting. Um, so um, I'm hoping they'll just like literally just kick, uh, like they'll lay on, they'll lay on the floor on the front, and then they'll just jump on me and just punch me in the back for a while, and then I'll just be, oh, that's, I feel loads better. Thank you. That's I watched exactly some YouTube how videos works, of them doing apparently. it. They, I watched some YouTube videos, and I'm worried they're going to break my <laughs> neck. They. They do like cracking necks alarmingly too. Like and and so alarmingly they take videos and show the world like, eh, eh, isn't that terrifying? Come come have a session with me. It's weird. It's bad advertising. The, the, they should not the, be advertising that. The weird thing I find about it is that everybody says, like, everyone I've ever met who's been said it's life changing. They're amazing. They're so brilliant. I went. I um, went for months. I went for like a year because I was I was working at iStock Photo and I had these benefits because they were just throwing benefits at us. It was kind of crazy. And one of them was like, Yeah, just have free acupuncture, free Cairo, free whatever you want. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll take all of that. And I went for chiropractor because like I had a bad back and bad knee and it didn't help at all i just kept going because it was free <laughs> it was something to do <laughs> you just you just got yeah, on well exactly. with them so <laughs> hey paul <laughs> hey jesse how you doing not bad want to punch me in the back but, for 20 minutes sure thing line but yeah so that's he's... i i listened to a great podcast um but behind the bastards with robert evans the it's a show i love and he did one about the person who invented the whole industry and came up with the techniques and he, they were like super dodgy and it's always made me go nah it's quackery there's nothing to it but then everyone i know and people's who's people whose judgment i really value are all like no you need to go so i'm like oh i'm just gonna go oh not like you need to go and to... leave the room out of my sight like pointed a finger behind you like you need to leave well they, they do that but they shout go to the chiropractor <laughs> as i walk out <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and before we get into the the meat of this episode, um, the tight meat, that, we we you may have noticed that we are now a member of the Acast family. So, Woohoo! Oh, that doesn't really mean anything to anyone apart from us. So. No, it really doesn't. No, that's fine. We, just just we, we just thought we'd mention because the frequency may have be gone from our logo, and now Acast is on. And there has been no hard feelings from anybody. Uh, we had a wonderful time with Frequency. They're fantastic. they were amazing. They They're were amazing. amazing. Uh, we just uh, we both amicably left ways parted ways um and now we've joined with the acast family and we're very excited to join acast it's great to see what uh, they have they have people working in la and everything is great it's like oh, i'm just gonna send an email to someone in la you know? i'm like they know people in la and we start do. giggling to ourselves like, like <laughs> <girls>. <laughs> we yeah. should pop down and visit our co-workers in acast in la just act, yeah. hang out their offices until we get kicked out i would love that i would 100 yeah. percent do that Let's <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortably hang out so what are you guys doing we're trying to work <laughs> what are you doing i'm here to feel good about myself yeah there you so. go <laughs> exactly it's taking so anyway. boring selfies so that's anyway. it. just a bit of ad- admin just to let you know what's going on behind the scenes in case you were curious <laughs> anyway, do you, want, do, you want, do you want to learn about some things and some stuff? Uh, yeah, what do you got for us today? I mean, I'm not I'm not really in a learning so, mood, I guess. I kind of just... That's fine. I just want to like... Okay. Well, I can just talk I at you. I feel like you kind of do that anyway. But like, yeah, let's let's learn some let's learn some shit. That was a segment on my own show. So, I had a segment called Let's, let, let's, let's Learn, learn some, some shit. shit. Yeah. I had a musical intro and everything. This week, Coyote Shit. It's, exists. And that's the end of the, the segment right there. That's... <laughs> There we go. There we go. Um, can you can you do me a favor? Just a callback. Called, uh, a callback to my old my old podcast. Uh, oh, what a glory! 
Uh, oh, what nope. a beautiful morning. Oh, what a glorious morning. But thank you. Thank oh, what you. a glorious morning. send a whole bunch of people to a podcast that doesn't exist. Oh, what a glorious morning. I had a musical, I had musical interludes for each segment. I had, uh, anyways, can you do me a favor just to, to tickle my nostalgic uh, <clears throat> a bulb in my brain? I'm going to assume that's a little bulb. I don't want to go any near, anywhere near your nostalgic yeah, well, bulb. Let just, alone tickle just it. Just try it once and see how you like it. And uh, I walk towards it with my back turned. Okay, that's a good start. We can we'll start there. Yeah, yeah. And then if you if you like it, maybe next time uh, you can hold my bulb's hand. Um, and uh, I don't like where this is going. This no, is it's just one step, small step at a time here, Reese. That's all. There's nothing. We get edging closer to the gutter. Edging. Yes, that's that's. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not edging your nostalgic bulbs. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to talk about... <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, like, can we... Can, I'm, for I'm my sake, I haven't finished what I'm saying. No, 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 the whole no, reason. No, no, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to know where it's going. It's fine. <laughs> this is a family show. It's not, but... Um, how, would you, how would you like to learn about, about 100 years of anti-vaxxers? Oh. Uh... And I, got, I, I feel I, like I, this is. I feel like this is going to piss me off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Spoiler alert. Not you, was, but like it, the topic. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah, no. But spoiler alert. Um, anti-vaxxers were smarter one hundred years ago than they are now. That's the conclusion I've come to. Okay. Well, with that, when, when kids, if you, when if you, kids if you were working little, in, if you leave that little nugget of information, and if that's true according to you, then I'm, I'm, color me intrigued. Color my yeah, my, so, my my bulb. My it's my intrigued bulb, my intrigueness, my bulb of intri- of intrigueness, which is dangling right next to my nostalgic bulb. It's a, uh, it's slowly uh, warming up. And you should go and see the doctor. I think you've got one too many bulbs. <laughs> please, um, please continue. Yeah. Before so, before it shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a great article written by Jamie Bradburn, uh, which was published like two years ago, and it, it, there was a. It was called Stop the Slaughter of the Innocents, Meet the Anti-Vaxxers of 1919. So and this is in Canada, I'm assuming. This is in Canada. This is in Toronto, primarily. So so during like the 19th century, when they first introduced vaccination, there was all these horrible diseases just randomly killing people all the time. But also um, there was a lot of safety concerns about vaccination because they had uh, poor aftercare, dirty needles. It was like a new science at a time when people didn't fully understand how to give vaccinations in a clean, safe way all the time. What this was nineteen nineteen? Nineteen nineteen. And then at the beginning of the 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 um uh the nineteenth uh, beginning of the the late nineteenth century going into the twentieth century. So. Now, now you might you might cover this, but I've actually um I learned a little bit about this a while back. A little bit. I don't know the history of vaccination. Uh but I do know that before vaccination, as a process of introducing a little bit of the virus into your system so that you're you can you know how vaccines work um that before vaccines as like a needle as a process as a medical uh, instrument um we kind of understood that uh if people hung out with with sick people or touched a little bit of their blood or germs or ingested it in some small yeah licked licked their their gross ass wounds you know and they survived that they they wouldn't get sick with that same virus they were exposed to again. And they, people kind of figured this out. They, they, they didn't know the, they didn't know the direct science behind it, but they did clue in. They're like, Oh, 
if they have just a little bit of whatever they're exposed to and they can kind of get through the symptoms, they're fine or whatever. So we like people kind of understood the process of, you know, of, of, of why vaccines work before vaccines came onto the scene, like long, long, long before. <clears throat> so, yeah, it well, wasn't it wasn't brand, brand, brand new is what I'm no, saying. No, no, it was it was new as like a. Okay, so I guess what changed was that the governments were starting to bring vaccination in more widely as their understanding of it was becoming more scientific. Right, so yeah. The, the Anti-Vaccination League was formed in 1900, um, and they <laughs> successfully stopped a law. Hold on, so 19, uh, I thought you were saying this was taking place in 1919. We, we'll get to 1919. We're, okay. going, we're going back to uh, the turn of the 20th the turn of the 20th century. To so the, so there was a vaccine that was being promoted in the turn of the 19th century, the 20th there were, well, century? There were, there were vaccines around for lots of the diseases that were around. They were playing with them and testing them out. But because some people were going, hey, get vaccinated, you'd be safe from a disease. And then they would die because they used dirty needles. Right. Um, the Anti-Vaccination League was there to stop governments from forcing people to have vaccinations because they were like, hey, this isn't safe. And this was at a time where it genuinely wasn't, necessarily safe just because they didn't have they didn't fully understand germs no no they, exactly exactly and they, they they were just using the same needle over and over again and just you know spitting on it and polishing on jesus <laughs> i imagine um so the the anti-vaccination league uh. actually managed to get toronto city council to drop a, a bylaw that mandated that school children had to be vaccinated for instance um, so then uh, getting closer to the to, to 1919, um, like a lot of improvements had happened. They'd reduced side effects. They'd started washing their hands, I hope, um, and all, all everything else. So it became less about it actually being a risky thing and more about like liberty and freedom and as like making it a choice. Um, so Often what you found was it was it was uh, working class families uh, and lower income people who who were really struggling from recovering from a vaccination. You know, the, the side effects you get afterwards. Oh, you know, you're going to need a couple of days off work back then. You didn't get sick leave. So oh, um, right. there was a lot, a lot of support saying, well, you make, you're telling me I need to get this done, but I can't take the time off work and everything else. So, um, so I mean, it sounds like growing pains, honestly. You know, yeah, it, it was just it was a, it was a new thing, and people, right. you know, they needed to legislate to allow people to have sick leave to for them to if they wanted to take public health seriously. So, and at the time, at this time, so there was a there was a lot of disease going around, and smallpox in particular was um, uh, one of the one of the, the the big issues and one of the, the one of the main diseases they were trying to vaccinate against. Mm -hmm. um, and after World War Two, obviously, you had Spanish flu. There was a ton of you, you know stuff going around that that. Uh, made people aware a lot you know people were losing loved ones all the time so like those diseases killing people much like covid is now was like in people's lives in a big way it wasn't like some distant distant thing um and a mild strain of smallpox hit toronto in november 1919 um if, if, do you know much about smallpox it's horrible no and i don't care to so i do it's, uh, it's just <laughs> Don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been around for, it caused millions of deaths. It's been around for about, it was around for about 3,000 years. And what happens is your body eventually becomes covered in sores. Even, and those sores even spread to the inside of your mouth. Uh, it was horrible. That is horrible. The chief medical officer for, for <clears throat> Toronto, uh, a man named Charles Hastings, 
ordered a general vaccination, which would include the mass inoculation of school children. Um, and they ordered all civil servants to receive the shots too. And they knew it would be unpopular, but they believed that the welfare of the masses out, out, outweighed personal rights. Now, were people dying from this? Not the vaccine, uh, no. but the disease. But, uh, I think at this point, the, the, there was just the strain was just starting, and they saw an opportunity to use a smallpox, the smallpox vaccine. No, but I mean, did people make, did people die from smallpox, or is it just a horrible? Oh yeah, the, yeah, it was horrible. Oh, wow. So at this point, this is nineteen nineteen. You're saying, yeah. So at this point, uh, had they kind of ironed out the <laughs> the problems with like uncleanliness with the with like how, how to make vaccines more sanitary and yeah it, 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 been, it was it was 20 years after that league was formed and things were a lot better okay. um like they understood you know that you'd had world war one you'd had like um people like florence nightingale um you know uh discover that clean environments increased survival rates for for people in hospital and and it, you know they, they were how long ago was that um when did she find that out I think that was the Crimean War. Oh, that's 1854, I believe. <laughs> Literally edited a video about the Crimean War yesterday. What? Uh, Crimean War. That's crazy. Uh, that's fucking, that's nuts how yeah, shit like so, that happens. Yeah. Um, what happened was uh, a homeopath called Henry 18, Becker. 1853. I was so close. Uh, that was good. That was good. Look at you re- retaining information. I know, about right? Like a big boy. <laughs> so, I'm a big boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, homeopath Henry Becker. Isn't um, that fucking weird how that happens? Like, seriously. That happens all the time where you learn something new. You're like, I wonder what that is. And then suddenly other people just start talking about it out of the fucking blue. I have never once in my life heard of the crimean war never yesterday i hear of it for the first time now you're talking about it like how isn't that fucking weird happens all the time all the time i'm I'm glad the universe connected for you well i mean it's another example of why we might be living in a simulation but that's yeah yeah. there again anyway back to homeopath henry becker the anti-vax person from toronto um he started claiming that uh they were they were sourcing the virus from human corpses is that true? No, it was just a rumor they'd started, I believe. Um, and uh, a local a counselor called Sam McBride um, then declared he'd rather pay a fine than be vaccinated. And, and this is the point where I, I, I genuinely believe that anti-vaxxers were smarter back then. So their argument was, I, I shouldn't have to get vaccinated if I don't want to. How about instead of getting vaccinated, we have isolation quarantine and social distancing that was their suggestion are you serious yeah these these are the anti-vaxxers coming up with this yeah saying hey let's just have follow these medical guidelines and then we don't have to get vaccinated as opposed to the anti-vaxxers some serious serious fucking irony here yeah who don't (laughs) who don't want to get vaccinated and they don't want to wear a mask or isolate or distance the, the anti-vaxxers 100 years ago, because those diseases were killing lots of people, understood that they had to do something, but were suggesting things. And the anti-vaxxers today are just like, no, I just want to go to McDonald's and be me. <laughs> Somehow, they've got stupider. That's McDonald's new slogan. Just be you. You can be you at McDonald's. I'm loving me. Want to dance naked on a table? You can at McDonald's. Want to brush Just your teeth with you. car and gravel? You sure can to McDonald's. 
want to walk through the drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, that's just dangerous, but... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, so how do you feel about that? Uh, well, it kind of confirms the suspicions that that we're getting dumber. <laughs> so there's a divide. There's a divide between... There always has been a divide between the extremely smart and the extremely stupid. Um, <clears throat> it's just true. Like, people make these fucking magical devices in our pockets that we call phones that we, you know, connect with the rest of the world and almost all of human knowledge with instantaneously, but we don't have a single fucking clue how it works. Other people are making those for us. The divide, that doesn't make us ridiculously stupid, but there is a divide, I've always said, between the ridiculously smart and the ridiculously stupid. And I'm starting to question, because, like, the, the ridiculously smart people, if you compare them to, like, ridiculously smart people from a while back, they seem to be getting a little bit smarter. I'm wondering if it's the same for the other side of the fence. Just, uh, I think it's just the, the, the spectrum is growing. Yeah. The, both, both ends of the spectrum are getting further apart. Yeah, yeah. It's not just in, not just in I like just, how far I apart just, they are, but like how smart and how stupid they are too. So. I, I just, it just blows my mind. They were like, yes, this is bad. Nobody wants smallpox. This is going to hurt a lot of people, but I don't want to get vaccinated. So let's follow these very sensible steps instead, mm-hmm. rather than going, I don't want my life to change at all. Well, were, I don't were these people dies. also saying like smallpox didn't exist or it was no, created no. by the government? Or no, 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 they weren't. The government's weren't. trying they, to take their freedom away while screaming, no. freedom! Like wherever they, they were just into a megaphone because they didn't have phones. They just had a history of going, I know people who died from having a vaccine because it was because the needle was dirty, or I know somebody who lost their job because they, they needed the day off work and they weren't supposed to. You know, they, they, were, they weren't necessarily as irrational, but, you know, like social media has been responsible for spreading a lot of this misinformation. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's the press at the time in Toronto did exactly the same thing. What do you mean? So um, the uh, Henry Becker, who was the homeopath, uh, who claimed it was coming from corpses, and Sam McBride, the council elected official, who sided with with the anti. Oh, hold on, hold on. So this this what's his name again? Henry Becker. Henry Becker claimed that smallpox came from corpses. No, that the vaccine was coming from corpses. Well, even if that um, was true, so what? I know. I eat dead people all the time. <laughs> the but he was just, just saying that to stir up shit. 
Yeah, he was. And then Sam McBride, the elected official, believed him. And then McBride was speaking to newspapers and he was saying uh, like things like, there are commercial travellers in Toronto who are afraid to leave their homes for fear their children would be forcibly taken and mutilated in their absence, he told the Daily Star. Um, and then also um, newspaper letters pages were filled with, filled with unsubstantiated claims from anti-vaxxers saying that the shots uh, stopped smallpox but spread syphilis. Um, and eventually, 95% of the city com- opposed compulsory immunization. Um, and one 93? Writers, wow. Ni- uh, 95%, sorry, oh, wow. one poll said. Um, obviously, it's a poll, so it depends who they asked, but that was a, a poll that was taken. One writer suggests that unwrapped bread sold from dirty wagons was a greater menace than smallpox. Ever bought unwrapped bread from a dirty wagon? You know I have. <laughs> Fresh bread. Mm. Fresh unwrapped bread from a, a dirty, dirty wagon. wagon. Mm. <laughs> Come try this olive bread. The croissant the croissants are wonderful. Um so uh and then the, then there was this the whole thing about, you know, not vaccine passports, but stopping unvaccinated kids from going to the um uh to the to school, those kind of things. But just just to give you context. The coronavirus virus kills 0.5% of people that are infects, whereas smallpox had a death rate of 30%. Jesus Christ. You had a 30% chance of dying if you got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh so, the, so a rash starts with small red spots on the tongue and in the mouth. The spots change into sores that break open and spread large amounts of virus into the mouth and throat. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you for stopping. So I'm three, sure three out of ten people, I don't want to know. and also <laughs> smallpox survivors had permanent scars kind of over most of their body and their face. Some went blind, um, and it, eventually smallpox was uh, was eradicated um, by I think it was the seventies, and the, na- the last natural outbreak was in nineteen forty nine. But because of vaccination, it was you know the, the vaccine was was the vaccine program was successful. They eradicated an entire disease that had plagued people for for centuries. Um, so it just, you know, they, they were doing the right thing. Um, but there was still, uh, you had the, the public opinion was against mass vaccination and also, um, a lot of influential people were against it as well. So, um, they had lots of, um, uh, public meetings were held all the time and they were calling compulsory vaccination tyrannical, um, and uh, an old scientific absurdity of using disease to fight disease, uh, things like that, they were saying. Um, and also they were saying that the doctors were financially profiting from vaccinations, and that's why you shouldn't get one. Wow. Yeah, there we go. That's, that sounds uh, familiar. <laughs> yeah. And, they, were, and they, they had protests, anti-vax protests. 1,200 people turned up at Massey Hall. Um, one, one third of them died. Yeah. One third of them, they all went home. They all felt curiously ill and no one could work out why. Um, Mysterious illness. They said things like, you may cripple your children for life, inflict upon them some loathsome and incurable disease, or even accomplish their death in a short time. (sighs) Well, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, really. But I mean, like, it doesn't sound like a lot of them were, were like... Again, it just sounds like, you know, the blind leading the blind, like more, more just this, this sounds like a fun club to be in. I like being angry. Um, yeah. As opposed, like, I don't know how many people were actually toting like, hey, let's just stay home and wear masks and socially distance and, and just quarantine ourselves until this is over. Like, it doesn't sound like most of them were, 
we're on the side of science as well. Like, hey, this is new technology and I get where you're coming from, but like, can we take this slow and make our own decisions? Doesn't sound like, like, hey, let's study the statistics of how this has worked out in the past, et cetera, et cetera. Let's talk some BB doll. It doesn't sound like that at all. It sounds like most of them are like a lot of them today. Yeah, so, so, and so the, like, they like screaming in a club with other the, people who like screaming. But what happened was the chief medical officer, Hastings, his tact, his argument was to point out how ignorant they all were to their faces and to say, hey, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're just ignorant, you're just stupid. And by taking that kind of approach, he just angered more people. And in the end, most of the city council turned against compulsory vaccination. Well, what so I the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole angle of going, come on, get, you're just too stupid to understand it. Just do it. Didn't work. Then, I don't or now. understand how it didn't work. Like, okay, so COVID versus smallpox. It's huge. Massive difference. For one thing, the whole, you know, COVID argument amongst, I'm sure, a lot of anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers is like, it's only a 0.5% kill rate or whatever. It's not about you. It's about the people you could give it to. The elderly, the immunocompromised, uh, the, the, the people who could get sick and die from it, that you, they could get it from you trying to go and live your best fucking life. You know, that's that's the issue. I mean, they should have nicknamed COVID, instead of COVID-19, they should have nicknamed it like the grandparent killer, right? Because then yeah. people would, would think twice. It's no, it's not about me dying. It's about possibly me giving this to my grandparents or someone else's grandparents. Like that's, anyway. Um, but you're right. Yeah, a lot, it's it does, the, the, the survivability rate is quite high for COVID-19. So a lot of people could just Ironically, ignore it. But, yeah, go ahead. What? This dark time we live in, mm. if you brand it as, hey, it's going to kill your grandparents, a lot of people would go, yay, I'll be finally be able to have a house. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. There will be some assholes out <laughs> there who take advantage of that as well. I'm not saying I'm going to get on the ladder. <laughs> I'm going to get on the ladder. What? Property ladder. I've never heard of that term. What's a property ladder? You know, when you're young, you buy a well, in the old days, when you were young, you'd buy a cheap house and then you'd sell it, like maybe fix it up and make some more money. And then you buy a slightly larger house and then you'd fix it up and the prices might go up and then you buy another house. And that's the ladder. I'm reading it on and Wikipedia then, right this second. How I've never heard And then by the time you're maybe I mean, 50 I understand, or 60, I, I understand you've, the you've, got, you've, you've, you've got a big house and then you sell it and you go somewhere smaller. And the circle, the circle of life. I've, I understand the process. I've learned about it. I've I almost got into it. Uh, I just never heard the term. Ever yeah. until the second. That's interesting. Anyway, to, to finish what I was saying, to close out what hey, I was saying, back sorry. then, no, no, yeah, how dare you? Back then, you know, you, you couldn't say it's like the flu. It's just like getting a bad cold or a bad flu. You couldn't, because like one out of three fucking people were dying from it. Like how? Of horrible sores. Horrible sores. And then they, blah, virus, blah. And then, they die, and then they would die. Like how, so like these people who, who couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't make these grandiose claims that it wasn't what it seemed or that it wasn't as bad as, as it was made out to be or anything because people were straight no, they, up they, fucking dying. But, but, but they, but they <laughs> wouldn't. They, hold on. Here's my question. How did they keep up the argument that everything's okay? They didn't. That's, the, that's my point. They were, they were smarter than that. They didn't say, ignore it, nothing's happening. They said... Less socially distance. Less have isolation. See, I didn't. I thought. I thought you were saying like that was a small amount of people in the early 1900s, but no, no, nineteen when smallpox. No, no, no. No, this, this, this group. This was the people leading this movement in Toronto at this time. They were saying like they were saying let's have health. Let's just follow some health guidelines rather than get vaccinated. Oh, they weren't saying it it didn't exist. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's you're thinking about people today who are saying, I don't want to get vaccinated and I don't want to follow health guidelines. And it doesn't exist, by the way. <laughs> right. And Bill Gates is making money off the vaccination. And <laughs> and and, and, tra- and, and, and yeah. tracking me and and this. And Donald Trump is against it. Or is he? Or did he take credit for it? I don't know. I Whatever he says, that. no, it has to be true. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I don't want to think about that too much. Even if it's just different from what he said yesterday, this is now it, true. It, yeah, it's, it breaks the spell, so I'm not going to dwell on that because I'm <laughs> shouting now and I'm sweating, <laughs> and I've just met you 30 seconds ago in the in the lineup for Tim Hortons, McDonald's. So, McDonald's. <laughs> I'm just trying to be myself in McDonald's. Um. So, <laughs> free megaphone with small. Yeah. yeah. Uh, small cheeseburger. <laughs> free kids megaphone. Yeah. So by the end of. The, <laughs> Megaphone with every kid's meal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the best toy you give any child? What did you get? I got. I got a tiny megaphone. What did you get? A tiny fuck Trudeau flag. <laughs> anyway, um. So by end by the end of November, there was sixteen hundred cases of smallpox, and thirteen hundred of those were in Toronto. Um. And uh. The city council was deadlocked. They were they they weren't going to enforce vaccination more widely, um, and they also it got to the point where America closed the border because they were worried about um, smallpox crossing over from Canada. Um, so unless you had proof of immunization, Canadians couldn't enter the USA at the time. So I just I don't know, man. Like. Again, the whole logistics thing of we don't want to take this vaccine. Instead, we'll quarantine ourselves. It's more sound than what anti-vaxxers are doing today. But if I lived back then and smallpox was rampant in my city and one third of the people, two thirds of them were just covered in horrifying, horrifying, horrifying boils. And then one third of them died and they came to me and they're like, Jesse, we can give you a vaccine. But in order to get the vaccine, you have to you have to take a shot in the arm with this needle. And then you have to have this this very large husky boxer over here punch your testicles back up into your your cat your your its cavity into your 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 wastel region. Okay. Uh and 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 do that like three times in a row, I'd be like, where do I sign up? Like this isn't just there's no comparison to like dying yeah. from boiling boil like just and there are people out there who are like ah I'll chance it are you fucking nuts no no anyway, exactly I rant and and also um well so what happened was there were nearly three thousand cases of smallpox in the end but luckily it was mild and there were only eleven deaths um what? reported in Toronto How so it was, it's it was not one third. No, no, it's not. But in the past, it had been one third with smallpox outbreaks. So, but the part part of the thing that so I'm going to take helped, back everything I just said about having a no, 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 no. But listen, listen to this. Listen to this. So, what happened? Like a, was, like out of three thousand people, eleven people died. All right, I'm not no, sure. no, no. So, I'll I'll, if, I'll, 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 I'll nix the boxer out of my story. But, <laughs> no, but r- roughly half of the city had been vaccinated voluntarily. Were they still getting it? Just not dying. Yeah, so so even though oh, they were trying, getting smallpox, just not dying from it. Yeah, so even though that they were they they could the council wouldn't allow um, compulsory vaccination and they couldn't force it, t- nearly half the population of Toronto had gone to get vaccinated totally voluntarily without being forced to. Wow. So I think I think part of the reason that the, the smallpox cases weren't it wasn't as substantial was because 
um, they'd actually followed the health advice, even though they didn't necessarily need to be led into doing it. Because um, the population of Toronto at the time was around half a million and 200,000 people had been vaccinated. Wow. Well, that's a good so, Yeah. So again, people were smarter. Um, so, uh, and there's a great poem that was published in, in the Globe. Are you going to read the um, poem, Reese? I am. Vaccination is vexation. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Can you set the tone? Wait, Just set the tone <clears throat> for me. Can you play some music? No, I don't. I can do it in post. Okay. Vaccination no, 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 is no, no. You gotta go. You gotta go slowly, man. Do some more. Okay. Yeah, vaccination is vexation. Smallpox is much worse. The former leads to irritation. The latter to the hearse. There you go. Oh, it's lovely. That was. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't lovely. It was. Yeah. But what yeah. a nice poem! What a nice poem! I, I, I want a nice poem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I wanted to add, I wanted to add this at the end. So to, to kind of explain what went wrong in terms of uh, people's understanding of vaccination since then is, um, and this was Catherine Arnott in a 1992 essay for the Canadian Bulletin of Medical History. Great bulletin. You should read it. Um, uh, and it's, she basically said, it might be that the pro-vaccine forces are victims of their own success. By keeping contagious diseases under control through immunization schemes, they reduce the public perception of continued vigilance Continued vigilance, continued vigil, continued vigil, Jesus. continued vigilance against diseases. So what they're saying is, is that by vaccines being so successful a hundred years ago, and people like thirty percent of your loved ones not dying around you on a day to day basis, um, we've become spoiled and uh, and unable to process uh, the risk of disease. Um, so yeah, that, that's the end of the story. Wow, um, yeah, a little surprising. But uh, always nice to to wake up and have a coffee and have my friend call me up and tell me all about the horrors of a disease gone by. Yeah, and also that people have got more stupid because <laughs> because science did too good a job. But maybe if maybe if if we did have, uh, it's like I'm not afraid of dinosaurs. But if there were dinosaurs still around, I think I'd be I'd be afraid of them. That's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the the call to action um get vaccinated against smallpox uh, i feel like that's unnecessary at this point reese that's a that's a good call good luck. Or, if, or if or if you're reusing a, a needle spit and wipe that's what they say jesus christ <laughs> the old slogan underneath vaccinations yeah <laughs> don't forget spit and wipe. <laughs> and together we can stop smallpox really, for good. That's a really good old-timey voice. <laughs> no, I have a, I have a call This is Jesse. He's found a needle on the floor. Stop, Jesse. It may be dirty. Germs on that hypodermic needle may enter your bloodstream and kill you. That's right, Jesse. Put it in your pocket. There. Now you've found a quiet spot. Are you hydrated? Good. Then just remember these two steps. Spit and wipe. Did you do it? Very good. So now, now you may, now you may inject yourself with opium or other stimulants with a clean needle, knowing that you will not die of disease, only an overdose. This message is brought to you by the Health Board of Ontario. Ah. Oh. 
We're in back town. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I, lo- I love I love improvising um oh. old timey PSAs. They're great. That was fantastic. Oh my god. Okay, so uh call to action for all of those who are inclined, send us a haiku on vaccines. And you can send them to us at uh, uh, speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring. And uh, if we, if we, uh, our favorite, we'll pick our favorite and we'll, uh, you will win a personalized video of me and or Reese saying whatever the fuck you want us to say, as long as it's not horribly, horribly racist. There you or go. sexual. Oh, well, I mean. Well, Jesse can do the sexual. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Reese will leave a link, little link in the show notes yeah. wherever you can Spotify or Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening so you can just kind of bring out your phone and click it with your thumb and you're ready to record it's that quick I mean you have to think what's that fucking, Jesse you have to think of you a fucking haiku first but like I know what's that Jesse you're going to vote for Justin Trudeau stop think everybody knows he eats babies spit and wipe no that's for <laughs> if you're going to vote for Trudeau spit and wipe <laughs> Where is this coming from? What's what's the? I don't know. We're just having fun. <laughs> just anyway. making another PSA, an old timey PSA. Old timey PSA about the dangers of voting for Trudeau because <laughs> he eats babies. Yeah. Millions of people die from Trudeau every year. <laughs> <laughs> you may not know it, but he is a secret communist. <laughs> That's what people think. Oh, Reese, I love your old, I mean, you're, I asked you to do a Canadian accent before, and it's the funniest, but this is the best accent you've, you've got going, which is old-timey American PSA. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, do, I'll try not to overdo, and we'll, maybe we'll do some more in the future. This is a very long cool. episode. Let's go. Bye, well, everyone. Well, do a, spe- do should, a speak pipe. Yes, a speak pipe vaccine haiku to win a personalized video message. Let's, let's end it by the two of us screaming, let's go, and three. Ready? One. Two, three. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, that's that was horrible. I'm stopping it. Fuck. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 